everyone. Welcome to World at War Comics. Today, my special guest, Miss Yasmin Flores Montanez. How are you, Jasmine? Nice to see you. I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm doing great. It's rainy here in Southern California, so it's coming down pretty good. Uh, hopefully in Spain, it's really nice. No, it's nope. cold. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's not as cold as the U.S. I saw in the news you guys were getting, like, you know, a lot of snow, so definitely yeah. not as cold. Yeah. Well, I'm in Southern California, so we don't get too much snow, but uh, it, it has been really crazy, and it's raining really bad today. So hopefully we don't have any issues with Wi-Fi when it rains sometimes, but uh, I really appreciate you coming on. And I wanted to talk about your career. I, I've seen a couple other interviews um, that you have done, and I think your career is awesome. Um, the Milestone mm -hmm. Spotlight, I think, is incredible. So I thought maybe we could talk a little bit about your history in comics and what you're doing right now. Is that okay? Yeah, of course. Awesome. Um, so I don't know where to begin. Uh, maybe at the beginning. I, I mean, how did you get into drawing? Was that a passion from like a very young age or did it come a little bit later in life? Um, I It has been a passion all my life, but uh, I stopped drawing because... You know, people always tell you, like, you can't live but a, you know, drawing or illustrations. So um, I did when I was a kid. I used to draw every day and, like, uh, watching Batman, the animated series, Teen Titans, um, Sailor Moon, Dragon Ball Z, all that stuff really got me into drawing, basically. Um, and then I, I stopped completely. <laughs> Because uh, I grew through all my teen years and everything, but then, you know, you go to, you're going to go after high school to college and everybody was like, you can't do a lot of art. So I kind of stopped um, drawing. And then I studied something else. I, I still wanted art in my life. So I studied art history and languages. Um, I know a lot of languages. <laughs> That's impressive. Um, <laughs> Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't like it was my, it was my passion, but not my real passion, you know, um, I liked it, but it wasn't something that made me smile every day, you know? So I was, I finished my degree and I was uh, going to apply to my master's degree to continue on, you know, to have a PhD and everything in, in, in our history. But uh, I was working at an art gallery and met other artists that were doing what they wanted to do and were living out of this. And, you know, it's a completely different industry with the fine art industry. But um, I don't know. I got like thinking, wait, you know, I used to love comic books. I used to draw all the time. What am I doing? Like, I love the I like these, but I don't feel like I love it. So. I knew I I was rusty, like you know I I would draw sometimes, but you know it has been years of not drawing, uh, and I felt like I needed time, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna go back. Like my parents would not be okay with it, of course. <laughs> um, and I said, look, I'm gonna study a master's degree in illustration, um, just to give myself time to like again get better and and you know i don't know how you would say it like take out take out all the rusty yeah mm -hmm. That's good. <laughs> yeah yeah 
And that's that's basically what I started to do and going to cons. I went to a lot of cons to get feedback. I got destroyed. Oh no. <laughs> I mean that's good I guess now but <laughs> not fun to go through, right? I mean, I kind of, I don't know if it's like I'm a masochist about it, but I like, <laughs> I feel like I, I liked it because people were being honest with Yeah. me. And um, I guess I... Since, since I started to get more, like, try to follow the comic book industry path was in my, uh, like, 24, 25. Um, so I was already already a little bit more mature and ready to take all of that feedback. That, you know, they, they, they destroyed me. <laughs> but it was good because I tried to apply those notes. Um, and I guess it was in 2018. where I got my first shot, but it was on an online uh, with Oni Press, a web comic ontology. Okay. That was like my first paid gig. And that's that's why I say it's the first because it was the first paycheck. <laughs> um, Yeah. and then, Yeah, I mean that's incredible cuz OniPress um is a big publisher. I mean they they do they publish a lot of really good comics. So I think that's a really good first start. And it was a it was a web um comic that uh, you would go through their website to read. Yeah. Uh yeah, I mean they did um they did the web web comic anthology for the, it was titled Draw Out the Vote, so each state had uh like a one pager, and uh they included Puerto Rico even though you know it's not a state <laughs> and I don't want to get into all, all of that but <laughs> they did include it because uh Puerto Ricans can vote in primaries, um. So they included that and they wanted me to do it. Um, so I was like, okay, yes. <laughs> so I wrote it and lettered it and, and drew it and everything. Um, that was like the first big thing. And I thought that after that, you know, you would get more opportunities. But no, Nothing, huh? Nothing came <laughs> out of that right away. no, no uh, it was a year after that something came. So uh, I just kept. concentrating on my work and um, working with other writers that were starting now uh, with me at the same time. Um, and that's, I think that's very important. Sometimes people concentrate on, you know, the big names, but maybe you should look at the people that are starting with you and, you know, grow together in that path. And, and that's what uh, I did. And, and I'm working with some of my friends that are publishing right now so that's really really cool um I think that's really good feedback, Yasmin, for uh, up-and-coming artists, right? I think everyone wants to go straight to DC, straight to Marvel, but sometimes there's another path that you have to take in order to get there, right? yeah and like working with your own books is also special i think it it because you know um it's really hard to get into dc and marvel <laughs> And the competition is tough because it's worldwide, basically. Um, so starting to work on your own books with people that also want to do comic books is, is really a good way to also get their attention. Um, and so that's what I did. And in 2019, I was considered for a book with, um, I don't know if you remember, I don't know if they still have it, but IDW and Marvel had a, like a comics. Action line. It was called Marvel Action Line, um, and they were considering me for one of their books. 
I didn't get it. <laughs> but they, I guess my consolation prize was to do a variant cover for for one of the books, which was Captain Marvel uh, number three. Uh, Sunny Boo did the amazing interior work. Um, and I got to do a variant cover, which which was great. I was like, yay, this is great because, you know, I was in contact with people with IDW and, and Marvel, and I was like, okay, I'm getting my foot in the door. But again, nothing happened for a whole year. So you like every year you get one little thing and then you have to wait another year pretty much. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I was still keep doing stuff. I was studying also at the time my master's degree and at the same time going to conventions and, and trying to establish network and, and doing, um, I started to also work with uh, Megan Fitzmartin. Um, she has worked, she has done a lot of stuff for these TVs in me. Uh, she's amazing. And back then she hadn't, she still hadn't started uh, working for DC. And we were both doing like a little comic and kind of learning both at the same process. Um, so, then the pandemic hit in 2020, and I was like, oh, no, all the plans to go to conventions, oh, no. <laughs> but I actually got another gig, which was um, Goosebumps with IDW. Um, and that was I was the artist for the whole thing, and I was like, for sure, this is the time. It's going to happen again. And after this series ended, it, it didn't went a year, but it went a few, uh, like a few months of nothing again. <laughs> so it's kind of a, I guess it's a lot, yeah, it's a lot of perseverance. Um, I think at least that has been my my journey. I, I know some artists get it like from the first, and then others that take also like a long time. Um, and then I signed an original graphic novel book, uh, which came out last year in October, uh, Si Se Puede. Yeah, Si Se Puede, yeah, I saw that, yeah. Yes, it was more like a, a passion project also because it's about the Latinos uh, that have contributed to the history of the United States. And, and you know, not a, like the writer, he's from Miami. He was like, you know, you don't get to learn about these people that much. And uh, that was the whole idea to try to, bring up spotlight to all these historical figures and you know I signed in because I was like I I like it it's it's good to know more absolutely <laughs> and, yeah and then after that it was DC announcer talent hunt and I was like I don't know if I, sh I should apply or not because I already had signed a book deal and my time was being consumed by that um, and also, you know, other work, so I can get my bills paid. <laughs> so um, I I said, like, you know what, whatever. I know they're gonna say no. I'm just gonna apply. And then no, it actually they actually I was actually one of the ones chosen. And I was like, oh my god, yay! I, I can't believe this. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, awesome. I cried. Yeah, I cried. Literally, they told me in the Zoom meeting and. They, they, cause they wrote an email of like saying like, oh, we're, uh, we have one last step of another interview because it was a whole process, a very long process. And I felt like, oh my God, I don't know what they're going to say. Are they going to be like tough, fast questions or something? 
And then it was just a video telling you that you got in. And I just kind of, and they were recording you. <laughs> so they just saw me just cry. <laughs> well, I think that's pretty neat, though, to for them to understand how important it was for you, though. I mean, that's that's pretty awesome. And then a lot of people don't realize the years that you work to get to that point too. So I, I think that's a very natural response to something like that. I think I would have cried too. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> so you, you get in, what's the first thing that you do for DC once you uh, become part of that program? Cause you've done several things since then with DC. Um, so the first thing was finish the program. Uh, and it was, it was like, okay, they're going to publish it, but they published it a lot later than the other stuff that started to come out with, uh, that I started to do with DC because after the program finished and, you know, we had to, everybody had to do a short story. Um, there was later, uh, how do you say it? Reunited in an anthology. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, so after that was finished, the program was finished and everything, I, you know, you follow up, you follow up with the editors, you, you know, the ones that you felt like a connection. And that's what I did. And they gave me a shot um, on some covers with uh, the one with the adventures of Superman, John Kent, number one, Batman versus Robin, number five, uh, Action Comics 1054, uh, The Flash, Flash yeah. 796, and 797. So those were like the, the first things that I started to do before getting back up stories, um, which I, I'm still lucky enough to do. <laughs> um, Can you so, talk a little bit? Because in that program, you were also given a mentor, correct? Yes. And yes. I, I think your mentor is pretty special. Can you kind of go into who your mentor was? Yes, my mentor uh, was Francis Manifold. I, I still think he's my mentor because he still has our... Um, on Discord, we still have the group. And he was like, I saw, yeah, I saw him on New York Comic Con and we talked and he was like, you know, uh, if you ever need anything, the group is still there. Just shoot an email or like a message. And yeah, he was, he was very special. He helped, like, first of all, I love Francis' work and I try not to freak out when I got his, him as a mentor. Um, but yeah, it was great because he helped us a lot. He, I, I was partnered up with uh, Ashley Allen, who's also publishing stuff or has published stuff for DC and Marvel as well. She's a writer and um, a terrific writer. And um, he went above and beyond for us. He will help us. He will have, you know, like a weekly meeting at first. And then if not, like he would be like, you know, if you guys need anything, we will get in a, in a, like a chat like this. And just go all all over the script, all the pages, and he will be like, "Okay, you can draw this better. This angle is better, and you know why." And he would explain it everything detail by detail. And you were like, oh, "All the time, I would be like, this guy is amazing. Like, his brain as a storyteller and as an artist is, is you know, well, he's that's why he's Francis. You yeah, know? exactly. <laughs> um, so." He he was a great mentor and, and he still is and, and a great guy. Like when everybody says that Francis is the nicest guy, yes, that is true. 
<laughs> it is. He is amazing. Um, yeah, he's definitely, I'm a big DC fan. So he's definitely one of my favorites, especially his flash run um, that he had was incredible. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The flash run is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's incredible. So then you have Francis, he's helping with the mentoring. Um, can you kind of walk through as you start to graduate from the program with DC, what happens next for you? Um, so what happened afterwards was like, you had to email them. You had to keep in contact with them because if you don't, if you, I looked at the program as a Mario Kart star that you have, you know, you, you get it and you have the, the, the boost and then you have to get the other star. So you had to follow up with them. So that's kind of what happened. And then after that, it was, it kind of snowballs. If you do a good job, you get another one and you get another one, you get another one. Um, that was what I was hoping that would happen back in 2018. But now it's like, you know, I, I've matured more as an artist and they know me more. And it's like one after another, another, another. And, and you start also building contacts with other writers and artists. Um, and they also, since they started with you, they also start recommending you. And the editors will keep seeing your name and they would be like, okay, let's give this person a shot. That's so awesome. that's what kind of happened. But DC was great. DC has been, uh, they gave us workshops, not only like in our artistic, uh, not like in our craft, but also they gave us financial workshops and they gave us so, so much knowledge and meeting we met Jing Lee. That was insane to me. Like, you know, sitting here, it, it was, it was great. It was great. DC was really cool. And, and they always had like, they always say like, if you need something, let us know. And they, they really did try, like they went above and beyond for, for everybody at the milestone program. Incredible. You know, you had a, a video um, interview. I think you were at New York comic-con. And I can't remember the gentleman's name that was interviewing, but he asked a really great question. Is there one character that you want to draw that you haven't had a chance to draw yet for DC? And can you kind of walk us through that? Because I think it came true. Yes, I I love Jessica Cruz. Um, and I know people are going to say like, oh, it's because she's a Latina. No, no, it's not because. I mean, that's a plus. <laughs> for sure. But I mean, she's amazing. Yeah. But it's because... Um, I, I struggle a little bit with anxiety as well. And I felt very um, um, connected to this character's story. And I really did love her. And every time a story would come out, I just jump in and be like, yes, I So um, I kept saying, I told in my interview for the Marston, I was like, my favorite character is Jessica Cruz. I mean, like saying Jessica Cruz, Jessica Cruz. In interviews, Jessica Cruz. Every time uh, somebody would say something at the program, I would be like, Jessica Cruz. <laughs> like subconscious, not subconsciously, because I would be keep saying it, but I was very direct. <laughs> I love it. I um, love it. And then um, Paul. Uh, who's the editor uh, at Metropolis, Superman and everything. Um, uh, he was at New York Comic Con just going around doing the rounds and he went by my table and said hi. And I was like, you know, I, I want to draw Jessica Cruz. She's my favorite character. And he was like, let's do it. I was like, yes. 
So sometimes you have to be direct when you already have like, you know, a little bit of a relationship with the editors. Sometimes yeah. you have to say like, I would love to, to, to dive into this. And, and yeah, so, so Green Lantern number nine coming in March, you get a backup story of Jessica. Yes, so incredible, incredible. So that's with Jeremy Adams, right? Uh, yes, Jeremy Adams is writing the the main. And then you'll uh, have story. the you'll have the story at the end. Yeah, with uh, Sam Humphries. Wow, that's incredible! Yeah. Congratulations, <laughs> that's amazing. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> yeah. thank you. And Jeremy Adams is one of my favorite writers right now. I love Green Lantern and what he's doing, and he's. He hasn't said anything, but it seems like he's bringing a lot of the lanterns, especially the Earth lanterns, together. So I think Jessica, Simon Baz, I think a lot of these other characters are going to play larger roles here very soon. So um, you probably know more than I do, so don't say anything. But yeah, I can't wait because <laughs> I, I can't also... say anything. <laughs> yeah, I know. Don't say nothing. I don't want to ruin any chance of you getting any more DC work. But uh, yeah, no, it's incredible. I love it. And I'm so happy that some of these other lanterns that haven't got a lot of love over the last few years are starting to see some love. So I agree with you. And Jessica Cruz, I think, is a very relatable character. I think to a certain extent, right, a, a lot of people have some issues with anxiety and the way that she, you know, how she came to be a lantern and what she had to experience to become a lantern. And then all the struggles since then, I think, are very relatable. So I think she's an important character. So I don't blame you for enjoying her. I enjoy her myself, too. But I'm a big Green Lantern. That's my favorite of DC is Green Lantern. Yeah, I, I'm a big Green Lantern fan as well, obviously, Jessica Cruz. <laughs> um, but I also love uh, Wonder Woman, of course, and uh, Batman. For sure. I mean, can't go wrong with any of those, Jasmine. No. No, no. I mean, I, was, I, 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 mean, I love Marvel as well, especially the X-Men, because I grew up watching the animated series, so... I feel very attached to the X-Men, but um, I, okay, maybe I shouldn't say that. I read more DC stuff recently. Um, there, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, I think it's because uh, I've also enjoyed more, uh, I feel more related to some of the characters, uh, which I think people sometimes don't, necessarily believe that they could be related more with these characters because they're you know a little bit liar liar not liar uh, larger than life yeah um and like some of the marvel characters are a little bit more like you know you see them into their day-to-day -day lives and stuff like that but um i don't know I, I i feel more related to some of the characters of dc i don't know what it is yeah i think that's okay i i I'm going to say I grew up a DC person. Justice League was the cartoon. I have a feeling I'm a, a little bit older than you, Yasmin. So but when I was growing up, we had the Justice League, um, which, you know, John Stewart was the Green Lantern at that time before mm -hmm. Howard Gordon um, in Justice League. So John Stewart's always kind of been my favorite Green Lantern because that's what I grew up with. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I love, like you said, I, I just grew up DC. So I, I collect a lot of DC, but it doesn't mean I don't like Marvel. Spider-Man's amazing. Yeah. Miles Morales is amazing. I got a whole shelves over here full of uh, Marvel stuff. So I, I love them both. I just gravitate toward DC because that's what I was raised on. But nothing wrong with either of them, right? See, you said it so beautifully. It's <laughs> exactly that. I, I I love them both. I have also shelves of, you know, both DC books and Marvel books. Um, but there's some characters that I, I gravitate towards more. 
um, Jessica being one of them. <laughs> exactly. Um, also, I I know I look young, but I'm not as young as I. Okay. All right. Well. Um, someone I shouldn't probably ask your age, so we'll stay away from that conversation. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but um, can you? There's another part about being an artist which I think is really unique, and you you do both well. Um, so you have cover artists, and that's a certain style of art, right? It's a steel picture, and a lot of people are very good at that. But when it comes to sequential art, it's a lot more difficult taking that same picture and putting that person in a lot of different positions. Um, and obviously, you've mastered both of those. Can you talk about? the difference between doing a cover and doing sequential art, the skill set behind that? Um, so you're right, it is very different. Um, I think I personally enjoy more drawing sequentials, which I, I know a lot of people would be like, what? Because it's easier to just get that one illustration out. And like with sequentials, there's a little bit of difficulty, like keeping the consistency of the character and having the story like the reader follow the story without being cut. I don't know how to say this, but without being like abruptly, you know, yeah. taken out of the story, you have to like have it be fluid. Um, I think that's one of the, the main differences uh, that is consistency with the characters and also having that story flow because you can have a cover give you a story, right? But it's not going. It's not gonna go through all those pages, and you have to have that that beat continue. Um, that marries perfectly with the writing. <laughs> um, so I think how to do the storytelling that has meaning and it, it is um, kind of like it flows nicely, right? Right, right. Sorry. It's like I'm trying to find the, the word and I'm okay. like, how do you say it in English? Yeah. Um, hey. uh, so, uh, yeah, it has to flow nicely. So then I think also you have to think about angles, camera angles. I like watch a lot of movies because people would think like, oh, no, comic books and movies. And yes, they are very different mediums, but Movies can give you a lot of ideas with interesting angles. You have to know what angles are to like, you know, represent suspense, um, represent when there's danger, represent every angle is different. Uh, and, and you need to be able to draw in those hard challenging angles to make it work um, and have it and, and know when to use them as well because they might look really cool to put the camera in a low angle so the, the hero looks really cool, but it might not be that right moment to use that angle. Um, and sometimes writers are gonna help you and they're gonna say like, oh, here's the camera is placed here. Um, but sometimes they don't, sometimes they say like, this is the scene and that's it. You know, this is like, it takes place in this, uh, I don't know, uh, in a library or, or in I don't know whatever place they the environment they they're saying it is sometimes they just say that and they're like okay so Batman is here Green Lantern is here Wonder Woman is here um and they're you know they're just sharing about whatever the plan of action they need to take sometimes it's just that um and sometimes they will describe more of panel but sometimes you have to be like okay so it's a boring conversation. Um, 
what do we need to do for that angle? So it's, it's, I think that's the main difference, having to know what angles choose to choose to really make that storytelling aspect flow and really transmit something to the reader and capture him and him or her into the end of the story. That's the, the main difference because a cover is just going to capture you instantly when you see that the, the cover thing is for the reader to look at it and pick it up. So it's a beautiful cover and you go like, oh, I want to read this. Um, and then the storytelling is like an instant capturing moment of like looking at it wow. And then the storytelling aspect of the sequential arts a little bit more uh, maintaining it and using all those camera angles and, and, and watching a lot of movies. So you always keep staying creative and, and getting ideas from not just comic books, but also movies. Excellent. Yeah. Can you also talk about how important the relationship between the writer and the artist is when you're doing sequential work? Because you kind of touched on that. Like, do you like having very specific directions for each panel? Or do you like having a little bit of the freedom to kind of dictate in art what you think the writer is trying to say? So um, I think every writer is obviously different. Um, yeah. And uh, I like kind of a mix of both. Um, I like for them to tell me what is happening. Um, but I don't like it when they're uh, prescriptive of everything. Because then I feel like I'm being tied down into a chair. And, and just, this is what you need to draw. And you have to draw exactly like that. Like... I don't like it if they go like in the room, there's in the corner of the room, there's this bookshelf that has, I don't know how many books and a little toy or something. I don't like that. I want to put like the little Easter eggs myself. <laughs> um, it's okay if they tell me, but not be like super prescriptive. So I like, uh, I don't, also don't like it when it's like uh, Batman and Wonder Woman are talking. And that's it, that description. I don't like that either because then it's like. Where? Why? <laughs> All these different exactly. <laughs> like, okay, so I have to make up everything. <laughs> so um, it's a little bit of balance of, of that. And, and um, every writer has a different style. Uh, Luckily, the ones that I've worked with, um, I have liked them all. <laughs> um, Good. And. Yeah, I've been lucky to work with writers that uh, allow me to have freedom, but also tell me like, hey, this is what I was thinking. Um, and some of the writers that I've worked with also, I've been like, we have had like talks, like with Julio Anta, who's the writer of Sepuede. We talked like I was, I was thinking that maybe a panel wouldn't work the way he described it. And I, we got on the phone and, you know, we talked it out. And I was like, here, I did. So this is what I do. I do two sets, the one that they describe sometimes, and then the one that I think will work best. And be like, you can pick. Um, and and that's how sometimes it gets resolved as well. Um, but yeah, I, I usually like a balance. A balance of not, of not prescriptive. Like, I don't think any artist would like somebody that would tell you everything through like 
how the panel is going to be and everything because then it's like cutting your wings as a as an artist and at the end of it it's kind of a collaboration a comic book is a collaboration between the writer the artist the colorist the letter the editor so everybody's putting a little bit in, in that um yeah. it's not just one person i guess you know sometimes people concentrate on just the one but now everybody puts something into making that yeah, I agree. As a uh, reader of comics, I could tell when the artist and the writer are not agreeing or they're not on the same page. You could feel it as you're reading the story. So to your point, right, to have that collaboration between everybody, when that happens, it flows really nicely. The story is clear and it's quite enjoyable. So yeah, it's a there's a big difference when the artist and the writer specifically are not on the same page. But even the letter, when the lettering's in the wrong place and you start to notice a lot of this stuff, right? And uh, yeah, it's super important. Jasmine, can you talk about some of the things that you're working on today that you're allowed to talk about? Are you doing anything on your own? Are you doing stuff with DC and Marvel still? Like, what are you working on today that fans could go uh, find your work? So um, I'm working on, uh, so first of all, Green Lantern number nine comes out right, in yeah. March. Um, and then I'm working on a, another original graphic novel titled We Are Fun. Uh, it comes out in 2025, fall of 2025. Um, I'm almost done. <laughs> right. And um, will you do like a, a crowdfunding or anything like that for that, like a Kickstarter? No, or it's. It's with um, it's uh, I did it was with IDW Originals, but they put it now on Top Shelf. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, so it's gonna be published through Top Shelf. Oh, that's um, excellent! Congratulations! Yes. Thank you. Um, and then some other stuff that I cannot say. Okay, very good. But, yeah, but you're busy. But, you got a lot of things going on right now, which is exciting. Yes, I, I'm keeping driving and, and and luckily I'm lucky to be working with, you know, DC and, and IDW and it's it's been good. I'm I'm happy. <laughs> That's I'm so happy for you. Yeah. Um so how do people find out more? I know you have a website, if I'm not mistaken, it is yasfm.com. Um, and there they could see a lot of your work. They could even purchase um, really cool gear um, of your work, which is great. So uh, it, where else can people find you if they want to follow you? Um, on Instagram. Um, and then which is Y-A-S-F-M art. That's, that's my uh, your handle. Yeah. Handle? Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and that's on, on all socials, uh, Blue Sky, um, Twitter, X, I don't know, whatever yeah, really it is. Cool. Are you on TikTok I, as well or no? Uh, yes, yes, I am on TikTok. I started to do some TikToks, but I'm really bad at, at stuff like that. <laughs> I, try, I try to be more proactive with socials, but it's hard. <laughs> well, especially um, if you're busy drawing a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. and like it takes a lot of like I feel like doing socials is another whole job. Um, like yeah, I'm sure like editing videos is really hard, and it takes more time than people actually think. Yeah. You know, people uh, think, oh, that's easy. You do it 
quickly, but no, it takes more time and and scheduling interviews and stuff like that. It it takes more time. People just don't really think it does, but it does. Jasmine, it's a lot of begging. That's what it is. It's a lot of begging. <laughs> Please come on my podcast. <laughs> no, I mean, I think a lot of it is you ask so nicely, and I think that a lot of people, like I myself, I enjoy doing this stuff because drawing at home is very lonely. So getting to talk to people is really fun. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I enjoy it, and I just love comics so much that, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of people that do reviews on comics and, you know, they, they highlight, you know, what's wrong. And again, there's, there's a space for that. That's okay. That's what they do. But I, I like to focus on all the positive just because I think there's a lot of really good things happening. Any industry that you look at, there's good and there's bad. The bad needs to be fixed. It needs to be talked about. Um, but sometimes you could focus just on that and you forget all the amazing things that are actually happening that are really good. So I stay more on the good side and I let other people do kind of the other stuff. They're better at it anyways. And it makes me feel bad. So I stay on the positive side because I really do love the medium. I think comic books has had a huge impact on my, my life for so long. Um, I always wanted to be an artist and I do like to draw, but I'm not very good at it. Right. So uh, I'm a better reader of comics <laughs> and collector of comics. Well, so. <laughs> I'm sure that you're better than what you think. Maybe. It's all but... about practice. It's yeah. all about that. I think, a lot of people, you know, say that, but they're better than 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 what they think. <laughs> they, I appreciate that, Jasmine. Yeah. No, but it's true. It's true, and also, um, uh, it's a lot about taking that step of like, okay, I'm gonna do it. I, mean, I don't care if they like it or not. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. You know, yeah, haters are always gonna be there. Yeah. But if you if you create an impact on somebody and somebody likes it, and that's that's enough. Yeah. I needed that pep talk. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate. No, it. but for real, I would like to see it. Yeah. Okay. I would like to I'll see send some you of your work. All right. Yes. So. Send me some and continue drawing because art is it's the best to get all your feelings and transmit something. Um, at least that's what I think. It, might be because I study also our history, but that's what I think. No, I think that's beautiful. And I think you're right. I mean, art in all kinds of forms, right, has, has the ability to uh, impact people in a positive way. So I, I agree with you on that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I can't wait, right? So people should be waiting. 2025 IDW, you'll have your own title out. So you're doing the drawing, the writing, the everything in this? No, I'm doing just the, the art. The oh, the art. Excellent. Yes, um, Andre Fratino is writing uh, nice. his, his in a graphic novel, so it, you get the whole story from beginning to end. That's cool. Um, so it's, it's a big book yeah. that I've been working for it for almost it's been like six months now. So I'm, I'm about, about half uh, until June, July for my last deadline. So. Nice. That's exciting. Do you like that better, um, doing a graphic novel where you have from beginning to end, um, as opposed to like a a maybe a month to month where maybe you're waiting on some direction? I don't know if that makes sense. Is one easier than the other, or is it kind of the same in your experience? I mean, it's good to know the sorry the ending. <laughs> it's good to know because sometimes when you have a 
like a monthly book um and it would it would be good to know the ending because maybe you can put hints in the drawing the illustration of like of something that's gonna happen like an easter egg right um sometimes you don't get that um but i i think that's the good part about a, a long form a graphic novel from the beginning to end um i also like it because uh i have a long time to do it um and it's just me program of course you need to be very good at programming yourself and organization <laughs> Because you would think like, oh, I have a lot of time, but no, you don't. <laughs> you have to. It goes actually... fast, right? All of a sudden, you're like the deadline's quick, right? Yeah, and you have to sit down every day. It's it's is what it is. Um, but I guess it also gives me time to work on other stuff, like you know, with DC, I've I've done it because I've been I have like that main big book, but I also can take other stuff because I program myself. And be like, okay, this is what I have to do. This is this is when this is due and that whatever. Um, but yeah, I I don't know which one I enjoy the most. I think the good thing about a monthly book also is that I think it keeps you a little bit more. It keeps you the artist and the the creative team a little bit more fresh. Mm -hmm. Whereas the graphic novel, it gets a little bit to the point that um, you might drag too much i don't know if if yeah that makes sense it's it it, it depends they could have, they could have told that story in like 50 pages instead of 80 pages right <laughs> yeah i mean sometimes they put you like they have to be a count of pages that the publisher requires um and sometimes you know the story actually demands all of those pages but i think what i'm saying is that sometimes um with a monthly book, you get a fresh, a fresh air every month, I guess. Yeah. And with this, you already know. So it's good. It's like it's the good thing and the bad thing. I don't know how to <laughs> really say it, but it's good and bad at the same time because it could be to the point that you get tired or not. But sometimes you don't get tired and you're excited for it, for it to be like continue. Um, and sometimes it depends. I don't know. <laughs> If I'm, I'm, if I'm answering, oh, yeah, I, I think there's good and bad in each of them, right? There's there's some positive that you like about having a longer story where you know the ending and you can add the Easter eggs. And then the month to month, you know, sometimes it's a good break from the story and maybe you get to draw something a little different, right? I, exactly. I That's exactly it. Yeah, I could see that. No, I think you came across very clear on that. Yeah, absolutely, Jasmine. And also, like, you know, um, with the graphic novel, you're then working with those characters only. And then with a monthly book, they would be like, okay, now you're working with this character, with this character. And it keeps you it, it keeps you fresh um, and with new challenges. And that's, I think, why I also like the monthly books as well. That's awesome, yeah. Wow, Jasmine, I think that's incredible. I <clears throat> Most artists that I've talked to, have created kind of their own characters as well um, for maybe a story that they've been thinking about over the years. Um, will we get to a point where we have a, maybe a graphic novel from Jasmine of her own characters with her own story where you're doing everything in that? Is that something that you've been thinking about? Of course. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, um, obviously I'm, I'm, I'm an artist first, um, but I, I do have like, 
all of these ideas in my head and I have like secret started and everything. I just need more time. But uh yes, eventually I'm I'm working on other when I have free time, I actually on the weekends try to do my own stuff. The stuff that I want to work with because I do love telling stories and I love that I do love also creating my own characters and stuff. Um sometimes I just kind of create a character and then be like, oh, this character can belong in this world and then just create a whole story around just that design that I might have, you know, sketch for fun. So um yes, the answer, the law I did I ramble too much. So oh you're good. Sorry. You're good. You're good, yeah. yeah. I remember a little bit too much, but uh, yes, uh, the answer is yes, eventually, hopefully, when I have, like, it's just going slow. It's, it's just going slow because I'm not doing it like my day job is, you know, the graphic novel, the shorts that I do for DC or, or Marvel or whatever, or the covers. Those That's my day job. So that's, you know, from nine to five, I'll work on that. And then after that, I probably don't draw more because I'm tired of drawing eight hours. <laughs> but yeah, I can in see the weekends, that. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like so jealous of the people that actually say, like, you know, after I finish everything, I just kind of draw whatever I want or like my passion project of the things that I want to do and stuff like that. I'm like, how can you do that after drawing the whole day? Like, I love it, but my hand needs to rest. I need to move. I can't stay like in the chair all day. You need to, you know, get out and walk. Cause then you're gonna get like, uh, how do you say when your legs are like asleep? Uh, yeah, yeah, you're gonna be all stiff and you can't. Yeah. And your back is gonna kill you. No, no, you need to also move. So, <laughs> so I, I try, and in the weekends I try to, like, spend few hours each day like Saturday and Sunday on stuff that I want to draw and want to do personally like passion projects that are my own so hopefully in the future it might take a while because I'm only having the weekends but well, that's, exciting. that's exciting <laughs> well very good Jasmine is there anything else that you want to let people know um, that you're doing or any other information or do we cover pretty much everything I think we did um because i can't say i can't it sucks because sometimes you have stuff yeah. to say and you can't yeah i know you got to be really careful with that so yeah we, we certainly don't want to to know something we're not supposed to know but just you know if you were working on something that you haven't mentioned yet but yeah that's great jasmine i i can't tell you how much i appreciate meeting you um i've seen you on other interviews i'm like i'm gonna reach out and see if she'll come on because i think it'd be a lot of fun and uh i think your path is a, a very unique path, um, probably one that not everyone's going to be able to take, right? Because DC only takes a certain amount of people through their program. But to see how long it takes to get to a point where you start to have consistent work, I think as an artist, um, you know, you get rejection letters, maybe no one responds, 
very normal. You're not doing anything wrong. I think that's a very normal experience and you have to persevere and keep working on your craft, keep sending in and eventually someone will notice and all you need is that one big break and you might wait six months to a year for your next one, but over time, right? And now look at you, you, you hardly have any time to do your own thing, which I think is awesome. Congratulations. But I think that's the path that most people have to take, right? Yeah, it's just, uh, I always say to people, patience and perseverance, because I know it, it can be very, because uh, I've been through it, um, it can be very discouraging when they say no, or they send you those projection letters we had gotten. Um, I got, I got, I didn't mention this, but in 2018, I also got a portfolio review with Marvel, and, you know, they gave me this feedback. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. They gave me this test and everything. And then it was like, they said like, oh, you have to work on this. And I was like, okay, I worked on it. I show you again samples and then nothing happens. And, you know, sometimes they don't even respond to you and you get rejections and rejections and rejections or, or sometimes nothing at all. Just like, you just sending and nothing. And, you would rather get a rejection letter so you know, right? <laughs> right. Like, since I would, I appreciate all the time that an editor would take the time to say, like, you know, uh, this wasn't for you or something like that. But in the beginning, you don't get an answer. You don't get even a, a blast email of rejection. In the beginning, you get nothing. And you know it's been a rejection, but it's nice when they actually, um, even if it's a blast email, but it's nice that you get that rejection. So you can have it close and be like, okay, I'm going to move to the next. But even if you don't get it, just keep moving on because uh, it's a game of, obviously you have to work on your craft, but it's a game of perseverance, patience, and ha and, and self-awareness. Know where, where are you standing right now? So... Who are, who are the top artists or the writers? Look at them, look at their work, but also look, you know, at other comic books that are coming out and be like, okay, um, I think I'm closer to this person or I need to get to this level. Uh, I think if people have that self-awareness, it would be a lot easier. And then obviously you, there's no such thing as luck. I keep, everybody says like, oh, you're so lucky. I'm like, no, it is hard work. And it is looking for the opportunities. Luck is going to find you if you go to New York Comic Con, if you go to San Diego, if you go to Heroes Con, if you go to all those cons and you you keep knocking on the door, even though they're keep slamming it at you, you kind of keep knocking. And if you do, somebody eventually is going to open that door. And if nobody opens the door, you make that book yourself. And you sell it or put it online as a webcomic or do something. And then eventually they will get the attention of somebody. That's incredible. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's incredible. And I couldn't agree with you more. I, I feel like, yeah, some people, <laughs> they expect it like the next day and that's just not how it works. There's a lot of people competing for those spots. So, um, well, congratulations to you that you have one Thank of those you. spots. That's incredible. And uh, man, I'm so happy for work. you. Yeah, it's hard work. It's like trying, trying the best. And I, I feel like a lot of people say, oh, it's easier now to get into the industry than before. And I'm not saying that it's 
I, th I think that it had before it had its challenges and now I think it still does because you're now it there might be a lot more open doors mm. but the competition is a lot more because yeah. it's globally basically. Um and you have an amazing artist that might do or writer that might do the same job you're doing in the same level that you're at for a lot cheaper price. Yeah, so that's something that that you're also competing with. Yeah, that's good and bad, right? <laughs> that's the good and bad. So it's a it's a whole thing about you know a balance and 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 perseverance, patience, and all of that that I said. And such good feedback for artists to to hear, and uh, I I think that's a beautiful thing because I know a lot of artists that are doing. Um, you know, some sequential art, a lot of covers, and they're doing it for a lot of independent creators, which I think is great, too, because at least you get your work out there. You kind of build a portfolio that you could show like a DC or a Marvel. So I think it's important, um, but they want to break through on a larger, you know, publisher, right? And uh, you just have to be patient. You have to be consistent. And like you said, you have to persevere and nothing is easy. Like you said, it's not lucky. It's hard work because at the end of the day, right, uh, DC isn't um, hiring artists based on luck they're 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 doing it based on a certain skill set that they're looking for that uh, meets whatever the story is or the the cover needs so you got to be really good at what you do and you have to persevere yeah and i would add one more thing to that is that um you can be the best artist or mm -hmm. the best writer in the world and one if you're not putting it out there or two if you're not easy to work with even though you might be the most amazing person and, and you, I mean, nobody wants to work with an asshole. I'm sorry for saying that, but nobody wants to work with somebody that, that doesn't take feedback or anything like that. Um, that's something also that I've, I've seen. I've, I have known people that are very, very good and might not be like working for the publishers that they will want because they don't take feedback <laughs> so yeah. that's sure. also one thing that i would add to to be nice and be genuine be also yourself yeah. that's amazing great feedback great feedback well, Jasmine, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you coming on. Um, I hope we could do this again, especially when uh, some of the other stuff that you can't talk about right now starts to come out. Maybe you could come back and we could kind of talk about it. But I think that would be amazing. But uh, really appreciate you um, coming on. Congratulations on your success. Thank well you. deserved. And I uh, hope to see you again very soon. Yes. And thank you for having me. And I'm sorry you had to get up early. No, it's OK. I'm a... I get the older I get, the earlier I, I seem to wake up. So it's okay. I've been up for a while. <laughs> it was worth it though, to be able to meet you and talk about your work. So I appreciate that. Thank you for having me. It was fun. Especially if you, you know, like I said, you just get to draw alone and you don't talk to a lot of people. So it's nice. <laughs> well, I'm glad that I was able to kind of break up your day a little bit. So, but I yes. appreciate you and uh, I wish you all the best, Jasmine. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye -bye. <laughs> Bye -bye.